Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. The Standing Rock Sioux Tribe in North Dakota is in an uproar over a crude oil pipeline being constructed on their lands. The tribe began to protest this construction in January of 2016 and has gained significant traction for the past nine months. But why isn't this being covered by the mainstream media when it's controversial in so many ways? The Dakota Access Pipeline does not lack the potential to be devastating to the environment. The pipeline itself is 1,172 miles long, traversing four states. If the pipeline bursts, not only will the Sioux Tribe's water be contaminated, but the habitats all along the Missouri River could be irreversibly damaged. The construction of the DAPL infringes on a treaty giving the Sioux Tribe those lands. Recently, the Registered Nurses Response Network sent volunteer nurses to help with medical aid for protesters. And why would they need medical aid? Here with us to talk about the pipeline and the protest and why nurses are involved is RN and Nursing Practice and Safety Specialist, Deanne McEwen. Deanne, always a pleasure to have you with us. Well, hello, colleagues. Thank you for uh, having me as a guest today. Well, I just want to say to start, Deanne, I'm so proud of NNU uh, for being here. So first, tell us about Registered Nurses Response Network. Well, Registered Nurse Response Network has been a project of the National Nurses United and the California Nurses Foundation, which is the largest organization of registered nurses in the country. And as a network of direct care RNs, we send registered nurses to provide hands-on care and assistance uh, to areas where and when they are needed. And Deanne, can you give us a little background about the Dakota Access Pipeline and how this construction got started despite so much opposition? Well, that's an interesting question because, you know, it's taken nearly seven years uh, to stop the Keystone XL Pipeline and then very quietly uh, back in 2014. And then this summer in July, the Army Corps of Engineers awarded a contract to proceed with this construction through the Dakotas. Uh, It's a 1,172-mile pipeline that would carry nearly a half a million barrels of the dirtiest crude oil um, on the planet every day across four states from the Bakken fields of North Dakota to Illinois which is threatening water resources and the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe's ancestral uh, sites. And so, you know, as registered nurses and anyone listening would know, you know, spills from ruptured pipelines contaminate water supplies and they can lead to numerous health problems, respiratory ailments, cancers, endocrine disruptions, and, you know, we want to prevent that. And as nurses, we're going to do our assessment and our analysis, and it's we know it's not a question of if the pipeline's going to malfunction or rupture, but it's mm-hmm. a question of when. And although, you know, some people are saying, well, let's run trains across the country, uh, pipelines may spill less often than trains do, but uh, they spill much more in terms of volume, three times as much between 2004 and 2012. So the Bakken Pipelines route takes it through active farmland, forests across the Heartland's major rivers, the Big Sioux, the Missouri, the Mississippi, and, you know, water is life. Uh, that's become the rallying cry for the Sioux Nation and the, the tribes and all of us environmental activists. Uh, uh, Mini Wachoni means water is life. And so you spent some time at the protest site and just recently returned. In what capacity were you there and can you describe what's happening? Well, first I want to clarify we were not part of any protests. We did not see any violence. We were at the Sacred Stone Camp 
as a guest of the tribe, and we were given permission to be there to provide basic first aid and help with an assessment of any other needs that the camp would um, and the camp that supported the, the protesters. And they're the water protectors and the earth protectors. They're not calling themselves protesters. They're protectors. And so we were there to support them. Um, you may not know, but a lot of these tribal lines are, lands uh, are in, in the heartland and far away from the amenities of acute care hospitals that you and I might uh, have access to. Um, so it's over a 20-minute ambulance response time to get from Bismarck to uh, the uh, Sacred Stone Camp. How many nurses were there and what was their role exactly? Well, our, our role, uh, first in terms of number, um, there were uh, three registered nurses uh, from Registered Nurse Response Network that went uh, on this deployment that began the night, and, and we came back uh, uh, just um, over the weekend on the 17th. So um, there were other volunteer nurses there. I don't have a handle on exactly how many, but we, we met doctors and nurses from around the United States and uh, Excellent. Uh, around the world. And so our role was providing basic first aid. Uh, they're winterizing these camps because they want to occupy the tribal lands during the winter. And so uh, we had cuts and scrapes and bruises. People fell, uh, bee stings, wasp stings, uh, all kinds of crawly things that... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that are out there. Get into your hair and your clothes and, uh, yeah, so burns, a lot of burns. There were a lot of wood-burning stoves and campfires Mm. there. So I I know the answer to this, but let our listeners know why is it so important to nurses that we take care of this and why isn't mainstream media covering it? Well, because the mainstream media is, you know, portraying this as a minor tribal skirmish, but... Again, when you look about water and prevention and, and the public health, uh, Dr. Sarah Jumping Eagle, she's a pediatrician from the tribe whom I had the pleasure of meeting. She's calling this environmental gen- genocide. It, this matters yes. to all of us on yes. a global issue. And National Nurses United, uh, we've all been at the forefront of engaging in these environmental injustice fights and trying to promote global health. So, uh, again, we know water, pure water, clean water, access, you know, we grow our food on it. We graze our cattle and, and farm animals uh, on the land, and they drink the water, and that, that gets into the food chain. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.